You, you, you know the uh, huh. countdown stop, though. What? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I know. And relax. Welcome. Joey, don't do this shit to me ever fucking again. I fucking hate you so much. That was a pregnant pause if I've ever heard of Welcome to the Dad Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus. And you're joining me live in the Dad Comedy Studios. I always say I'm never alone, but this week I am alone because Joey LaFaro is on the mend. Joey LaFaro, say hello to the people. Uh, don't, um, don't fuck up your head. Don't, don't explain nah. it. bad. It's not good. It's not fun. Well, Joey, everyone can't be an ass whipper like you. You are the 2021 nigga champion. You, you are still out here kicking niggas ass. Yeah, that, that, that's his, that's his actual title. I guess, I guess Mike Wilcox, is like, he is the 2021 nigga champion of, of uh, Frederick, PA. Is it Frederick or was it uh, upstate New York? I don't know which one it was, Joe. It was, it was the state of Maryland. Okay. Uh, it was the National American Grappling Association, and I got third place. Oh, okay. <laughs> in the, in so the over 30 white belt division. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you can't, can't, can't win them all. But yes, Joey LaFarre, we do have a special guest this week. Mr. Mike Wilcott, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, man. It's been, it's been the a... The latest iteration of Doc Comedy. <laughs> yeah, man. It's been, it's been a while since we've seen Mike. It's, uh, Mike used to come to all our, a lot of our shows. and We would hang out with him yeah. around running around town. Joey LaFaro, uh, DJ Marcus, Blue, uh, Alex Starr, and... Uh, and and uh, Brock, I think I think that was a that was a like core group of people that were that would hang out, and I would I would be weirded out every time because it was a weird group what of people. Was you guys had in Bethesda? Yeah, Union Jacks. Yeah, Union, Union Jacks. I just I just ended up there randomly recently. I was like, this feels so weird to be here when there's not comedy. I've never <laughs> there's seen not it. even like a, a venue there anymore. Like the uh, the bar isn't even open anymore. I think they changed to Tap Maryland or something, and that's closed. Really? What what is it there now? I don't now, know. Now it's just a it's, it's a COVID. COVID's there now. That's hmm. Oh. Well, pan, pan, pandemic business space. That's what's there now. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Joey, it has been a long week, sir. Mhm. Hopefully Candace jumps in on this uh on this hit parade at some point later tonight. Um but it's been it's been a long one, man. I, I I've had I've had a week of weeks. I am tireder than I've ever been in my life. And I keep looking away. See, the thing is, I'm not used to having a camera pointed at me. So I think next time I need to put the camera over here. So it's, yeah. so it's looking where I'm used to p- putting my face. Uh, because doing like this, it, it, it will fuck me up all night. Like, I'll just sit there like this. And I don't think anyone's going to feel comfortable with this with this look coming off of this like face. Straight at the camera, Marcus. Look in my eyes. I can't. I can't look in your eyes if I'm looking away from you because you're over here. <laughs> uh, you know what? This is what I'll do. I'm gonna switch these sides. But Joey, what anything happened to you this week, man? What? What happened to you this Dude, week, man? I had surgery. I got. Uh, I got put through, and I was trying to. So here's the thing about surgery um, that they don't remind you. Uh, one, you you can't have sex. You have to stop having sex uh, for for a prolonged period of time. And then the other thing they don't tell you about hip surgery is you're not going to be able to poop right for like two weeks. 
Yeah, I, I, I know the sex thing is is a big issue because um, <coughs> at the end of the day, it's your hip, and you gotta get that thrust in motion that you you don't you, you don't have the power anymore. It's non weight bearing. I, that's one I, not you can't you know. I guess there's a one legged position. I don't. I'll get back to you if I figure it out. I'll uh, let I'll me know. A, a YouTube video. Let me know. Send a video. Uh, we, we you know here at Dot Comedy we are all about uh quality control. So we want to make sure you're doing things right, Joey. We can't have you. I can't. feel like you're, there are lots of types of sex. I feel like you're like like closing the door too early on this. There's oral sex. There's lots of types of sex. There's phone sex. You can have sex. It's just not going to be a typical missionary slash doggy style scenario. True. Yeah, it's not going to be a. Uh, I can't bring my A game. My my, I my I have certain I have certain skill sets I've developed over a number of years. It's the same thing with jujitsu. Like you. You don't learn all the moves. You learn your moves that work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you use the downtime of the injury to develop new skill sets. And if you look at, like, Thomas Bryant, who just came back from a huge ACL surgery or a tear for the Washington Wizards, he came back with a jump shot because while he was re- recovering, he practiced his jump shot. And now he's a big man with a jump shot. So he's actually a stronger player post-injury because he went through this. I will develop jump so, shot sex. It'll be yes, across yes. the room. Joey Lafaro will will improve his cunnilingus game because his neck's still strong. So he's gonna he's gonna be. Well, he's, question. Oh, it's, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know I was dealing with Mac Lafaro. So his cunnilingus game was already. You know. <laughs> that, that was already the, the the top of the the food chain. Oh, oh. Okay. top of the food <laughs> chain. Okay. Okay. Damn, humble brag. Look, listen to that shit. I know, right? <laughs> also, humble brag, just like, yeah, I have to stop having sex. Is like, oh, so clearly Joey's fucking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't a thing for a long time with Joey Lafaro. So, and maybe. Uh... <laughs> oh, I saw him on the incel message boards. We miss you, Joey. We miss you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man, but yeah, man, it, what is happening to you this week, man? You uh, you hit some comedy things this week. I. Did not, not, not. I, I hit, I hit zero stages. But, but I, we do have an announcement. We do um, that Jesse tried to announce. Yes. on a previous episode. But now we're actually ready to announce. It's fully uh, ready to announce. And 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 uh, let's hold on a second, Joey Lafaro. Let's do let's do this correctly. All right. What? So we, let's do this correctly. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see. Make sure I got the right one. All right. None of them are right. So I'll just do this one. What is the announcement, Joey Lafaro? <laughs> What? Give it a goddamn. Was See, that, a, that was the was sound. Stinger. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were trying to set something up. Yeah, yeah, noises. Okay, I didn't have a drum roll, so I use I use the air horn instead of the drum roll. You know, I'm a DJ. I just do what I can. All right. So. Bam bam bam. We put together a super group, uh, including uh, myself, Jesse Revis, uh, Angel Penn. And uh, Glenn Lawrence and Stephanie McDonald, uh, and uh, we have formed a new supergroup called uh, Comedy Shows Near Me. We will be debuting at McGinty's in Silver Spring on April 7th with a weekly showcase and open mic every Thursday starting on April 7th. Uh, tickets are only $10 for a packed out show, and then you can stay and see some comics do new stuff, uh, or you can come in and try comedy. Or, uh, and for right now, if you use the promo code dot comedy, you can get $5 off. So your ticket for up to two tickets is only $5 a piece. Awesome, man. That is, that is going to be amazing. $10 date night. 
go go get some. Like seriously, what what are you doing? Yeah, Joey can't hunt, but you can. Yeah, no, I was about to say, <laughs> do it now before that hip surgery. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome show, man. Uh, we're still getting all the nuts and bolts together. Hold on a second. Looks like Candace is joining the podcast. Hello, Candace August. Hello. It is nice to not see you. We're happy to your avatar. You're supposed to have an avatar up there know, if you're not going to be like, on screen. I thought we were past this. Yeah. I don't know. I put it up. Do I have to change it on every device? Yes. You have to put I it on every device. Turn on your cam- Wait, is this an issue? Why doesn't Candace turn on her camera? <laughs> I'm usually naked. Because she's, uh, she's usually wearing a low-hanging scoop neck V um, V shirt. So her... Yeah. her it's like what we usually do is we like to have it as an easter egg so she'll have it off most of the show and then she'll turn it on by accident at some point so you got to pay really close attention to... that really happens every time like i accidentally hit it and it's usually like in my lap or pointed directly at a nipple or some shit when it actually accidentally comes on mm-hmm. every time <laughs> We just intentionally set it up with the nipples framed out. <laughs> Never mind. I, I think she does. I think she does on purpose. She does it on purpose. Okay. We, we know she does it on purpose, Joey. Definitely not on purpose. The podcast, you should be able to tune Where in by audio. You, you well, guys are not in the dot comedy studio. What's happening? Where well, are you at? I'm at my vacation home in uh south in the south of France. Um, Clearly, I'm, I'm in my house because I had oh, surgery yesterday. And I didn't feel like going down the stairs in the dark to get to his house. Yeah, I forgot you were immobile. My bad. <laughs> well, speaking of Candace's, Candace and uh, and women across the world, Joey, there's a, there's a celebration we, we haven't talked about yet today. Oh, yeah? Today is International Women's Day. We... we I, I believe that's the name of it today. I, I kept getting, I got a message from uh tick from not tick from the Snapchat Snapchat team, and it said Happy uh, Women's Day. Is that different from American Women's Day or? Well, this, remember, remember, it, it's it's in, it's National Women's Month today. This month, March is Women's yeah. Month, but today is Women's Day. So, in honor of Women's Day. I will play the anthem of the 2022 Women's Day. Okay, so you got you got to remember that this is. No, no, of course not. No. Why would we degrade women by playing WAP? That would that would make no sense. That that one's positive. It's much worse. It's not that bad. It is the it is a celebration. Of what we we really know and love. You're damn right, titties. That's all we're thinking about today and all this month. How can y'all not hear? You know why? Because you're going through my computer. I told you this shit would be off. So, guess what? Our our our. Uh, you know who's. You know who's laughing their asses off, Joey LaFaro? Our listeners. <laughs> what kind of DJ are you if you can't even play the music through the proper channel? No, because, again, no. No, 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 no. Our, our studio is set up for Joey to do this shit and for me to do my shit. When I have to do Joey's shit, 
It fucks up the whole fucking studio. I have to rewire the whole goddamn thing. I'm not crawling on the ground. This is, this is not a crawl on the ground week for DJ Marcus. We need to test this out. Yeah, we didn't need, we'll we didn't need, we need to figure it out. We'll, we'll work it out. But yeah, the song is Titties by uh, Chris Calico. If, you, uh, if you're out home and you're, wonder, and you're really wondering what song I played and you didn't hear it, um, Candace, play it loud. Because uh, again, uh, it's a song for you. I, I think it's best that it didn't come through anyway. It, it came through to me. <laughs> and it came and, it, and I looked in my recorder and it came through to there. So guess what? It's going it goes through the world. Y'all don't just don't audio, have it. But it's not the StreamYard. Stream. Yeah, StreamYard okay. stream won't have it. Uh no, the StreamYard will have it. The StreamYard will have it, but it won't be it won't be it's not audible to you guys. I don't know what the hell it is on that piece. Maybe but, it's not audible. I don't know. Maybe you don't have the rights to the song. It's being filtered like on YouTube. That, that's possible too. <laughs> that is possible as well. Oh man. But anything else happening you this week, Jim? I know the surgery is uh, big. That I, I hate Grubhub. Why do you hate Grubhub? Uh, because like, here's the thing. They always screw up my damn order directions. And then the food gets here and it's cold. Mm. And then when I go to complain, like in the chat, they all they offer me was like a 60-day, like, hey, oh, here's what it happened. Saturday, I was trying to get my like last like real meals in before my surgery, right? Because I'm mm-hmm. not going to be like on liquids for the next couple of days. So I was like, mm, I really want like something good, something good. So I tried to order some order out. The restaurant was closed that I tried to order from. Oh, okay. Like I had to get a text from the driver to tell me this. So then I had to call them for a chat. The chat guy's like, oh, well, for the inconvenience, we can offer you a 60-day trial of Grubhub Pass. I'm like, great. So you want to in- offer me an inconvenience for my inconvenience? <laughs> Yeah, you want to offer me a thing to remember to turn off in 60 days. Yeah. You want to give me a bill to worry about in 60 days. That's <laughs> basically how it worked. Oh, man. Yeah, and I had when a... I complained about it, he hung up on me. Then I called back, and the person I tried to call back and speak to transferred me to the foreign language line. Ah, <laughs> uh, Grubhub. You can send your Iranian heritage. Grubhub is one step below give fuck you. Uh, <laughs> they, don't, they don't give a fuck about anybody at Grubhub. Um, I had an inc- I had an incident with uh with uh ordering food today, so I, I attempted to order Chipotle today. Mm. Now my Chipotle order is generally a very very simple order. It's a uh, double meat, half chicken, half steak. Uh, it's white rice, no beans, uh, cheese, queso. And fajitas. It's a very simple order. Fajita veggie. That 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 that's the only veggie you need. What 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 else would you? Why would you? No, you know. When you say fajitas, you mean the fajita veggie. Fajita right? veggies, yes. Fajita veggies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so <laughs> when which I are, which are free, which is why. So wait, you go to? Did you go to Chipotle or did you you order this? I ordered it from from their app. Yeah. So when I got there, why you need cheese and queso? The queso helps melt the cheese. So it becomes a nice big cheese, okay. oh. cheese uh, thing. It, it's very that Kojita and that queso. Yeah. Oh, it tastes amazing. Oh my god! If you if you if you ever get a chance, if you ever get a chance to be almost four hundred pounds, you got to eat some shit like this. It's always it's great. It's great. I, I'm guaranteed. I live by it for as long as I got left to live. Uh, but anyway, that why trying to hit four hundred. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But. <laughs> So I get my food and I go and I this time instead of ordering the the double meat chicken and steak, I just say, you know what? I've been having gout issues lately. 
I'm going to cut out the steak. Just do double chicken. Fairly fucking simple. I said, all right, so double chicken. So I go pick up my fucking food. And they put a sticker on the top of the food that has my exact order that I want. But when I open the container, it is all fucking wrong. There's steak. There's double steak on the chick on the on the order. As it, that's the first fucking fucked up part of it. And then there's black beans, which would come nowhere near an order that I would make anywhere near Chipotle because I don't eat beans of, of any kind. And then there's did they mix up the lid. I don't know what the hell they did. I don't know what Margarita did in the back because she was just she was just moving and throwing shit in bag in bags. Because uh, it hey, was just listen. I just found out today that my sister works at Chipotle. <laughs> oh. And your sister Hispanic? <laughs> it's like you just found out she's gay or something. Like, I just found out. <laughs> oh, guys, you wouldn't believe. Well, I don't. I and don't your really sister talk like to my six? Of the family, but because I posted about my surgery, they're all like talking to me now. And your sister okay. like six? All right, no, guys. It sounds like both of you need. I mean, should that. get off of your asses and just go to the <laughs> restaurant. Like, I don't understand with this fascination with Grubhub when it to a it takes longer. They always fuck up your order. They charge yeah. you double. Just go to Chipotle. But I use. I use. It doesn't take long. I used like, the I Chipotle app. Today. It was the Chipotle app. Yeah, you can do it on the Chipotle app, and now you're now you're Grubhub having a conversation about for ten minutes about how they fuck with your order. You could have spent that time just at Chipotle getting your order right. And the fajita veggies are so dope at Chipotle; it's my favorite part. But you have to go there and be like, "Yeah, put fajita veggies on there." No, no, no. Put more fajita veggies on there. No, no, no. More fajita veggies on there. Then you get the fajita veggies you want. I agree with you, but it for in my defense, I was ordering breakfast because I didn't want to get up and do anything. I feel like yes, you are in a unique situation where I I I say it's okay to order food, but I but for the most part, everybody's like on like it takes time to order it on the app. Like you could just go, just drive to the store, and there's Chipotle like five, six minutes from everybody's house. Just go yeah. to Chipotle, order the yeah, food. I, I, I haven't been able to bring myself to to to, to order Chipotle for delivery. <laughs> okay, yeah, but um, I have tried to order it for pickup, if, and I can see where you still were. You're gonna that order. Even in the pickup, you have the same problem. And right. then go pick it up. Candace, you sound like R2-D2. What's up? What'd you say, Candace? You have a lot of nerve complaining about audio issues. Hey, 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 hey. Candace is a connection issue. Candace will, Candace will blip out in a minute. Uh, Candace, you there? She's muted now. Oh, see, told you. Oh, she got offended. <laughs> By both of by both of y'all too sloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but anything happened to you this week, Mike? Uh yeah, I don't know. I was uh was uh I just got back from London. I was there for two oh, weeks. Oh sweet. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I went there, I don't know, I met some a girl over think I don't know, a few months ago who lived there and we hung out while she was here and then she moved back, went back there and I was like, All right, I'll chase you down to London. And uh it was fun. Yeah. I did some comedy out there, that was fun. Um it was weird as like like in the in the two weeks like well the week leading up to going there I knew I was going to be doing comedy in a new city so I wanted to bring my A game so I was doing comedy like twice a night for like a week okay. and then the night I got the, like the night I got there jet lag didn't matter the night I got there I hit I hit I hit a show that I booked murdered I destroyed and the nice. next day I had a good great show too and then like I went five days with four or five days with no shows and then kind of because I was there for like ten days. And then, like, I did another show, and, like, it was so apparent that how, like, the muscles had atrophied in those four or five days. And oh, also, wow. 
been in London doing crazy London shit, you know, probably, you know, yeah. I had a couple of like nights where I stayed up till noon. Um, but I'd give, I had recovered from that. And like, it was just so apparent, like how quickly the, the comedy muscles atrophy. You're just mm -hmm. like, damn it. I was like, I was killing when I first got here. Yeah. yeah. Like arguably I should be better. Cause I've like picked up on some idioms and shit that's going on, but you know, locally. And I just like, it was so weird. I was like, I'm not doing this well. I mean, I didn't have bad shows. It was fine. I just like, I just, I just like, I was like, man, I was murdered the night I got here. And I was just like, I'm going to take this city by storm. And uh, I don't know. I felt like actually uh, British or, you know, London comics were presence wise, very strong. Like, especially mm -hmm. like the Scottish comedians are especially funny. I think they're like a naturally funny people but i felt like the material perhaps was not as well crafted as what you might find stateside um just felt like some a lot of the issues people were talking about was kind of like surface no oh, okay. um but maybe that's just, you know my very small sample size or maybe just being i don't know i'm gonna leave stick um, <laughs> i don't know uh other than that what i've been doing this week just drag i'm trying to get my kid into like a i took my kid to two basketball practices today no, okay. And if I carry it through him, <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know, working on um, yeah, making a basketball star out of my seed, and that's about it. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. That sounds awesome, man. So in London, did you find like, did you have to tailor your your material at all, or is it translate? Because I know I mean, sometimes you go out of, out of the country and it's English, but it's not English. Yeah, I mean definitely, like especially because there's so much stuff that like I have that's like. I just like, like, I had to chop bits in half because I had one bit about that I like, there's a that talks about US Polo Association compared to Polo. And like, that's just not a connection they have. I also have one bit that's kind of about like, animal um, sex slash rape and um, uh, the, 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 well, duck sex slash unconsexual sex and like the, the, punchline of which is like it was just uh like a safe word like aflac and like they don't have aflac so that punchline isn't gonna hit there yeah a little dumb shit like that uh i mean for the most part other stuff does hit like when i was in hong kong i was i went to, I, uh years ago I was, I was there for the i was not there for the international stand-up comedy competition but it was going on while i was there and i attended um She's an international stand-up comedy competition well, excuse me, it was, the, it was the Asian stand-up, Hong Kong, Asian stand-up, I don't know, whatever. It was some, it was some stand-up comedy competition of Hong Kong. And it was, it was impressive, but like I, it was, but it was in English, but people had flown there from India, Thai, Taiwan. Um, oh, wow. And a couple of like, one dude was from LA. I think he was stationed in LA after moving there from Hong Kong. It was all in English. And I was just, I was curious what it was going to be like this you know asian destination but it felt like all most of what they were talking about was the same shit that we would be talking about you know dating apps food stuff like that in hong kong i was actually impressed with how highbrow the comedy was just like it just felt like it was a very high iq society oh, um, cool. so that was impressive but uh i don't know london was fun I, I comedy wise i think it's they're more supportive than i would i have seen in dc i would say it was just like it's I went to these shows where like they were like I was like the show's starting so there's like nobody here and the book was just like it's okay and then they just go out and bark for like ten minutes and like I'd come back up I'm like oh there's a full fucking show here how did you do that and like they just wow and then people are just more like yeah sure we'll come I don't know that's tough to do with DC or even most major metropolitan areas yeah awesome, in man. America that is that's awesome dude I'm sorry. <laughs> That's because everybody, that's because everyone here thinks that they're funny themselves, and they're like, "Oh, we don't need to." 
We don't need to go in there and experience this. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe we just have, feel like we have less time to give other people. I don't know. DC's uh, moves fast and people, I don't know. People like get like won't stab you in the neck for standing on the left on the escalator. I will too. Get the fuck out of my way. I got places to be. But, <laughs> DC, um, D, that's, what D, that's what DC makes better comics though. It makes us work harder for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think DC, at least on the open mic level, I think DC is as strong as any city I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, I don't get me wrong on the feature level. I think, you know, New York probably has a leg up on us, but open mic level, DC comics are pretty strong. I agree. Concur. Concur. Sorry. Come to an open mic once in a while. Where you been? Where you been? Uh, Sorry. You know, getting hip surgery. Yeah. Basically, I only see you at Nottingham's. Like, get out of Maryland, dude. Come on, come into DC. I have been in DC actually recently. I, I did, um, I did Cloak and Dagger. I came down and did uh, Premier Lounge with Eddie a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I've, been to, I've been trying to get down in DC more, uh, and not just yeah. when I do shows with Alex. So, <laughs> hold on a second. Word. Hey. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna be a cloak tomorrow. Okay. I'm hosting the open mic. Come through. Oh, okay. Joey, I'll, hobble I'll, down I'll there. I'm going to stairs because I. Have <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean it's only a set of stairs. <laughs> Hold on a second, uh, Joey. Can you all hear this? No. no. Sound of one hand clapping. Okay. All right. I, did. I mean, I was about to pull up the dot comedy feed on Facebook and try to listen to that, but I felt like that would inevitably create a loop. Yeah, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm interacting with our listeners at home and they're uh they're telling me they can't hear music either so i'm trying to figure it out on the fly oh it's not just us all right it's not just you guys okay so make sound effects dude come on <laughs> so i'm trying i'm trying to work it out I'm, I'm gonna make this thing happen um let's see where the hell we're at let's see. Try it. I, I think we might need to let this go so we can keep the show moving. <laughs> no, yeah, we're gonna fix yeah, it. Fine. We're gonna fix it during. What are we show. talking about? I don't know. What, are, what are you talking about on this show? I mean, like, <laughs> that was my week. Like, like awesome. We usually uh, by now comment. would have gone to a break, and Marcus is trying to get the music working so he can go to a break. Yeah, he doesn't know what a break. You, you, right you guys got sponsors? Yes, we do. Huh? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious who buys sponsorship time during this, or is it like a? It, it, never mind. An anchor feeds in whatever ads like the, the algorithm tells it to. <laughs> no, no, we have we've 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 actually gone and got sponsors. Um, I'm I'm so curious to see this. Who are some of your sponsors? Uh, well, Joey, Joey, who are some of our sponsors? You're at home. <laughs> I'm trying to think of everything else going on here. <laughs> Brought to you by uh, Chipotle. <laughs> Try our app. <laughs> uh, Atomic Music. We uh we got uh, Tappy Card and uh, SmoothMyBalls.com. Yep. SwingMyBalls.com. SmoothMyBalls.com. SmoothMyBalls. Yes. Is that like a male grooming thing? It yes, it is. You can get a Turf Chopper 3.0. Smooth your balls. Is it a razor? Yes. It's a it's a it's a manscaping it's uh, a device. It's a male enhancement right. regimen. Are you, are you ad- oh, hey, wow. there she is. Wow. Yes. Just Look in time for the ad read. Candace, tell them all about Smooth My Balls. Smooth My Balls is um, <laughs> razor. <laughs> it's a razor that keeps your balls nice and smooth so that the ladies will pay more attention to that area. 
and you can get 25% off with our, uh, with our link from our link tree. It's not in our comment section this week because I don't have the access necessary to do that. But normally we would. Uh, you can go back to any of our previous episodes and check the YouTube comments for that link. Marcus, we can't see it because it's fading into your background. Yeah. There you go. If you keep it in front of you, we can see it. Do you have a blue background? There you go. Yeah. This is the this is this is what happens when you live in a very expensive home. Uh, it takes over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, smooth my balls, turf chopper three point smarty homes. Yes, I got a smart home. Smooth my balls, turf chopper three That is the die comedy twenty twenty two razor of the year. Uh, if you're looking to have smooth balls or labia in twenty twenty two, we suggest <laughs> you get yourself. A smooth my balls. We're not going to forget the women. It's International Women's Month. We got to make sure. International Women's Day. <laughs> we gotta... I've been asking for them to send me one of these razors for literally months. So don't let them think. Don't let anyone think that they're inclusive because they're not. <laughs> I said that I will have one for you when you come up again. You got to come up to town. Ta- you got to come to town. I got one you could use right here. Okay. <laughs> See how that works? <laughs> but yeah, smooth my balls. Turf Chopper 3.0. Get 20% off using the link on our link tree. Um, anywhere you find Dot Comedy, you can find Smooth My Balls. And we're back on the Dot Comedy podcast. I'm going to play some music when, the, uh, when I edit this shit together because I'm pissed that this music shit ain't working. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Mark, to do. When did you learn how to play piano? When did that happen? Was that new? Um, well, I, oh, yeah, I do. I've learned how I'm learning how to play piano. I bought a grand oh. piano, the one behind play me. baby grand, play I, baby grand. I bought the grand piano behind me because I said, you know what? It's you're gonna be famous when you finish learning, so you might as well get the best of the best. You bought a grand piano to learn on. That's what you, you that's you, what bosses do. What am I learning I, on some basic? bullshit? You see my house. You see He's where I DJ. live? It's an investment in his industry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Look man. at his vaulted ceilings, Candace. Can you tell? <laughs> Can't you tell? Can't Can you... even play the off the laptop correctly, but you got a grand piano. Damn okay. right. <laughs> Oh man, he, he's, a, he's an old school DJ. He spins wax. He's he's not on Serato yet. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Right. Oh man, we do have a special guest this week, Mr. Mike Wilcox. Again, welcome to the show. I don't think you've been. I don't think you've been, you been on the show previously uh, in our in our previous iterations. Um, what have you been? I, this is the first time on the podcast for me. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, this is one of those things we. Ca- I kept saying, I thought we'd had you on, but I kept forgetting and realized we never did. I think it was a lot of like times where I like was like, yeah, we probably should have you on, and then it, it never materialized. So yeah. I'm glad we got you here today. Yeah, we finally got well, you. I'm- uh, pleasure to be here. Uh, it's a, I don't get a lot of, I, I don't know. I felt like I was doing a lot of podcasts during quarantine because everybody was doing a podcast then. And now it's, it's kind of slow. This is my first in a while. Uh, shaking up the cobwebs. Um, Candace, you look amazing. It's been so long. Thank you. You look so good. Oh my God. Smile looks delicious. Um, she totally got pretty for you. She doesn't do this for us. She doesn't. So. <laughs> On average, if, if she keeps that camera locked all the time. I literally just put on a t-shirt and turned the camera on, you guys. I mm-hmm. did nothing special. <laughs> yeah. We can't Humble get back. Oh, I just roll out a bad-looking fabulous. All I have to do is put on a t-shirt and blink these eyes. No, <laughs> oh, man. But, Mike, so, so let, we're going to sit down with I had to, I, We're going to sit down I had to shave with, my balls to come. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's the entry fee. <laughs> 
That's the entry fee to be on the Dad Comedy Podcast. <laughs> oh, man. But, but Mike, since we, since this first time being on the show, we want to sit down with you and just talk a little bit about you. Just cool. want to see who you are. Uh, you, you've, um, how, you've been doing comedy for how long? Ten years-ish. Ten? It'll be ten years in April. So, okay. Whatever that means. Okay. But now you're doing comedy and photography, right? Or were you always doing both? Um, photography is like something I used to do more like as in high school and stuff, but I've always been a TV video guy and I was actively, I mean, my, my work is TV video by day. So okay. I'm a TV video producer. I always had the cameras and then actually shout out to Alex Starr. I was at like, he kind of got me on a show in New York once. Cause he was like, why don't you just offer to take pictures? And like, they'll like that, like that'll be a good way to get on the show. And I was like, sure. And then I took pictures and it was a lot of fun. It was something to do at a show while I wasn't on stage. Uh -huh. and, I thought it turned out dope, and then I just kept doing them, and then I just leaned. And then when quarantine hit, I was kind of looking for more of an outlet, I guess, of something to do. And I started watching all these videos about um, Adobe Lightroom and photo, Adobe Photoshop. I already kind of knew Photoshop, but it was just like something to lean in hard on during quarantine. And mm -hmm. I kind of like stretched that skill set, and it gave me something to do at shows while I was waiting around and okay. uh, since I already had the equipment. It was kind of like fun. And that's, I've, it's weird. Cause like TV video had become more of a job. It was a passion when I was like a teenager and then it became work um, later in life. And now it was like kind of a way to make visual media fresh and exciting again. Um, and I, it, and I never, I just, I think I struggled to find a muse in a lot of my creative work. And because I had comedy, I had a muse. Mm -hmm. um, no. So I liked that. And uh, I've since had people ask me to do um, like weddings and stuff. I'm like, that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> I just did it. Sometimes I will do it. Like, actually, I don't know if you know Will from um, DRC. Um, like, he had an engagement. He he popped the question and he wanted the camera pictures taken at that. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do that for my friend. Mm -hmm. um, just don't pay me. But. <laughs> um, but uh, so I, I'm kind of selective. Somebody just a comic for that I know from Delaware just hit me up asking me to do, do a wedding. I'm like, mm, I think I'm gonna say that. <laughs> uh, that would be like for me. I'd be so happy to do a wedding, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind. I like. Here's the thing. I like actually event photography. I just don't love the posed shots with the family. Like that stuff kind of scares me. Oh, yeah. And I, so I'm not as prepared for that. And I did get a flash to do my friend's wedding, but it was like a small wedding. So mm -hmm. I have some flashes to do it. I just, I don't know if I want to drive up to Lewis, Delaware to do a wedding. I don't know. Maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll, give, them, I'll give them a ridiculous, here's what I'll do. I'll give them a ridiculous quote. And if they say yes, I'll be like, all right, fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. 30 that's grand. Sure. I'll shoot a wedding. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I've done with videography. Cause people can actually me to do videography for like, for like nothing and i'm like all right that'll be three hundred dollars and they'll be like oh that sounds crazy and i'm like well that's how much it's going to take for me to do that for you mm -hmm. Dude, I, even three hundred dollars is too low for me i'm like you need like minimum four figures to get me yeah. to do any project yeah yeah for, and, for, and, video. for photography and, i'm like newer at it so I'm yeah. like, for yeah. weddings like weddings photography is expensive as fuck we've been looking into the quotes for that that shit is expensive people care about that the most like after the the flowers, they're like, I need a photographer to capture every fucking moment. It's like the second thing on the list that you get. Yeah. And I think it is, and it's because it's because of Instagram. And what's weird, I think there was a while there where video was becoming more popular, but now video as a medium to take in a wedding is just not as popular. So people are kind of scrapping the wedding videos in favor of photographs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So, so what? Since we went down the rabbit hole of. Uh 
of photography. Um, what what got you into comedy itself? Like, what what made you go, hey, you know what? This first time, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna jump on the stage, and I'm gonna rock this mic. Um, I say comedy, is something I'd always kind of was interested in throughout life. I mean, I was never like the class clown per se, but I'd always been kind of like a look at me type guy. I like to insert myself in the conversations and just be kind of a devil's advocate and shit. So um, I'll make, um, but um, it was just something I always wanted to do, but never had the balls to do. And then my son's mom died when he was like two. This was like 10 years years ago. And uh, we were like separated at the time actually. And we'd already gotten together and broken up so many times that I'd kind of like mourned the loss of that relationship. Mm -hmm. But it was somebody even younger than me passing away and was a reminder of how fleeting life is and that you need to like kind of take advantage of the brief time like instant we all have here and use and uh do the things that you really want to do that are important to you and i kind of like use that as a chance to kind of like you know take stock of what i've been doing myself what do i want to do with myself and what's something i always wanted to do and i was like i always want to do comedy and i don't want to die before i try comedy so that's something i tried and i think when i first started out i kind of like you go in thinking like yeah, this is a thing i'll do like once or twice a week and then you're like oh no it's something you have to do like a lot <laughs> and okay took a while for that to seep in uh so i think my first year i kind of struggled because i just what i didn't lean in and like you know do a volume of work um but then eventually it ate my life and i turned around and i didn't know what to do with a friday night besides go to a comedy show and i'm kind of okay with that i think it's kind of a not the worst way to you know it's it's nice to be able to stay out at bars till two in the morning but have it be a constructive contribution to a craft okay so hold that because I want to go somewhere with that. But Please. I will say that you've given us the best, because we always ask everybody how they got into comedy. And this is like the deepest answer we've gotten. Am I right? Okay. I, like, I realized my mortality, so I had to go and get on the stage. Like, that's amazing. No one's ever yeah. said anything. Most people are like, yeah, I saw a funny movie, and I thought I wanted to get yeah. on stage. So that's a really good answer, honestly. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, and it's weird, because actually... Like I, I I don't I wouldn't say that I like funerals, but every time like I and somebody dies around me, it's not that I'm happy about it, but I go there like, whew, that could have been me. Yeah. And you kind of use it as an opportunity to like, yo, let's like be thankful for what we have. Um, and maybe use this as a moment to gut check and think about, you know, what you want to do moving forward. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. All right, so then you mentioned to stay, and, and I was hoping that you would kind of bring this up because I didn't know if you wanted to, but you were saying that you could be in bars till two o'clock in the morning doing something constructive. So I am assuming that you're still on your sobriety journey. Is that right? I'm not so- sober. I never have been. I just don't drink. Okay. So okay. I, right? Like I. Yeah. Um, yeah. So because when people say sober, they usually mean not alcohol, right? Is that yeah, that's yeah. like they usually mean. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, I mean, I still do cocaine, and that's not like <laughs> okay. Uh, that's that's the Dot Comedy Podcast first and admission. I mean, <laughs> and everybody here's the thing: everybody thinks I'm on it when I'm on stage because I'm like very amped up and like, um, but I don't generally do it before I go on. In fact, the few few times that I have, it makes me more calm and measured, um, mm. which is maybe just like an ADD type thing. But uh, it doesn't make me a better comic though. It's just like I still like. I stumble words. I start listening. I don't know. Um, it's not the best for me. I'm not on it now. I swear. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to quit drinking. I'm at my 60 day mark now. So oh, congrats. Was, That's awesome. That is you. awesome. I was excited. Want to quit for good or just like take a year off or what? No, I'm, 
as far as I know, I'm trying to quit for good. So we'll see what happens, right? You never know. You got to one day at a time it. But like, yeah. I haven't been drinking for like two months and I used to drink every single day. So it's a big deal for me. Yeah, I mean, was there like a bottom? I mean, I don't know. I need you to go into the gritty details. But like, did you just feel like you weren't getting achieving? What, what was the impetus? Um, yeah, so I just want to be as healthy as I can be. Um, and I realized like how unhealthy I was. I also realized that it was such a crutch, right? Like yeah. I would do it when I was sad. I'd do it when I was happy. I'd do it when I was bored. I would, you know what I mean? Just like I'm filling space with this drinking. Like it's no longer this thing that like adds happiness to the happy times. It's yeah. just something filling space. And I was like, I don't want this anymore. I don't need this anymore. Like I could fill my space with something that would bring joy and health to me instead of like fucking sadness and death like i'm ingesting death every yeah. day you know so i just wanted to be healthier well no wonder you came on here looking glowing you're 60 days in Congrats. <laughs> there you go. it's amazing Congratulations. Um, like, uh, coming out i mean have you has now that you're 60 days in have you observed like notices and uh, um differences in your behavior like are you feel like you're being strong become strong stronger as a comedian do you feel like it's like i don't know for me, like when I first stopped and like started like getting uh, my life together, it kind of felt like I had just taken off ankle weights and was running in stride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot more clarity. I feel better. I, there are, I'm doing things now that I would have done drunk. Like I just recently went on vacation, went on a cruise. And yeah. if this was last year, I would have spent that entire time drunk. The entire, yeah. as soon as I walk on, on board, I'm getting a drink and the entire time drunk. And it's just like, I did it. I just did a cruise today, um, this week, completely sober. And it was just like, I feel like I was missing things the last time, you know, yeah. I, I've been missing something because I was numbed the entire time I was doing this experience instead of being present, which yeah. is what awesome. I did this time. And I think it was so much better. Um, is uh, your, I guess, take it you're engaged now. Is your fiance on a similar journey or? He is not. Okay, because that, because that makes it difficult. I know that's always weird when some one 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 partner starts stops rather, and then the other partner is not. I don't know if the other partner, if he wasn't as active a drinker as you, then it might not matter. But it can be yeah, so, a source of some contention. Yeah, he never was a big drinker. Like he he's the type that would only drink when we're like on vacation or if there's yeah. some sort of special event, and I just would drink all the time. So it's not really it's not really the same because he's yeah. not never was a huge drinker anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's always weird when I go to people's. I, it's still weird for me when I go to people's houses that have like liquor cabinets, and then I, I like I was just in London with this girl, and she would not. She was not. I, I swear, we went five days, and she didn't have a drink. I'm like, how do you do that with a liquor cabinet up there? You drink. I would not have been able to do that during my drinking days. Yeah. Wow. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Fuck. Yes. Thank you. Um, very true. Yeah. Very, yeah. very good job, Candice. We are very proud of you I'm here. Proud of you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh man, so so. How do you feel like? How do you feel like it's affected you as a comedian? So I'm better, right? And that's one of the things that I was super afraid of is that I thought like I'm not going to be as funny if I'm sober because yeah. when you go up there and you drink, you're looser, you're you're more relaxed, you're you're less afraid, you're more yeah. social, right? So like my crowd work was, I think, I don't know, whatever. And I thought so. I thought not drinking was going to make me worse, and actually, it hasn't affected it at all. I'm sharper now on stage. Yeah. I'm more present on stage. I'm not doing something that's going to numb my senses and my sharpness before I go up there. So it actually has helped. And I was completely afraid that it would do the opposite. Yeah, I think that they've just done studies about this: how <clears throat> alcohol can like kind of uh, remove some barriers of preoccupation. And there is can be a slight advantage uh, after like one drink, 
yeah. but it immediately goes down after two. Yep. Yeah, there's a direct. So, I, I've nobody stopped had, at one. So. I've never had one drink in my life. No. I know, right? <laughs> like, who has one drink? Not me. <laughs> yeah, like, can't, like my, I remember my parents talking to me about drinking. Like, can't you just have one, like, a wine with dinner? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, who wants that? Maybe some people can. Point. I never. Yeah. I've, I've had that, like, and the funny thing is I've had that be the problem, too, right? Like, where it's like, I'll have some great nights where I've had, like, maybe one or two before I go up. And I'll be like, that's, like, I'll be the most present because... I'm an overthinker. I get I get yeah. caught in my head all the time. And then I'll have like one or two and I'll be the most present I'm ever going to be. And it really makes a difference. But then if I go beyond that, then it's a really fast <laughs> down decline. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if you wanted to achieve that, there are more specific chemicals for that. Yeah. Like you could take beta blockers, which I think a lot of performers in particular, like, you know, um, I think like concert performers take for, for, for nerves and the like, um, I don't know, alcohol, like as, don't get me wrong. It's, um, I, I love it too much, but it is one of the worst things you can do to yourself. It tears apart your liver. Like, like it, it destroys brain cells. It's just like, uh, as drugs go, we'd all be healthier just doing heroin. Like it's not as bad for you. Don't be wrong. It's incredibly addictive, but so is alcohol. And it's yeah. just like, not, like long-term effects. It's not nearly as bad for you. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of what they call quit lit, right? So it's like literature about quitting um, and becoming sober. And like, once you read what alcohol is actually doing, this shit is insane. Like, you yeah. know it's healthy, right? We already know that. But exactly how unhealthy it is and exactly what it does, once you read that shit, you will never want to touch it again. It's like drinking poison. It literally is like drinking poison. Your body is reacting to it as if you put poison in it. So other things your body's supposed to be doing, it stops just yeah. to process the alcohol. Wow. It's it's really bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. <You> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, no, no. My computer just told me it was about to die. I was like, wait, I thought I had it plugged in and then I realized I didn't have the power strip turned on, so sorry. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, so who were, so. Tell me, what is a blocker? Is it like Vicodin? What is that? I actually don't know. I think it's just something that blocks nerves. Since I don't know what beta means, I've just heard it discussed in something like that. I don't, I'm not an authority on the the oh, subject. It's a neurotransmitter. Yeah, it it, oh, it, yeah, it interrupts neurotransmissions. Um, it, it's used it's used mostly for people in pain. So you use it you really? Use it, yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it stops you. It stops you from feeling. <laughs> beta blocker. Okay, I thought that was okay. Oh, yeah. like SSRIs, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm more I'm, I'm more schooled in like illegal narcotics, so <laughs> ask uh, me about that. No, <laughs> no not not what on this podcast. <laughs> I didn't mean to hijack the conversation. What's your next? No, no, no. no it's it was that, that was fantastic, man. I, I want I want to hear sure. I want to hear everybody's traumatic journeys. That way, I can look in the mirror every morning and go, you know what? You're doing okay. He, he's one of the. <laughs> One of the things that I remember about him from when I was doing comedy is he was like, I don't drink. And he was the one, I think the only comic that has ever told me that, or at the time, definitely were the yeah. only comic that said, I don't drink. Like, I hadn't heard that from anybody. We would all be getting drunk before we went on stage or at least drinking. We get yeah. paid drink tickets. Yeah. So for somebody at the time to say, I don't drink, it just really stuck out to me. I've I think there's more than you know. It's just not something that you necessarily want to trumpet in an environment where you, as a performer, are kind of 
the the house makes money based on the amount of drinks they sell. Yes. So you don't necessarily want to like pitch that lifestyle to the audience. Right. And also they're going to laugh more and enjoy the show, show, show more probably if they laugh, yeah. if they get drink more, although like they drink too much, it can become disruptive. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's probably more like, I don't know, Petey Steele's very open about it. Pete Bergen. And there's a few other comics like who um, are less vocal about it, I'd say, but like mm-hmm. just also kind of reached a point. Um, or I don't know, some of them were uh, didn't were sober going in. You just it's not a part of their personality necessarily. Oh, people do persona. Okay. Okay, man. Yeah, man. So, 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 where can people find you, Mike Wilcox, on the internet? I mean, you got I mean, yeah. internet, Instagram's probably the the vehicle of choice. Okay. Uh, and what's weird is like uh, I I run at M Dubsky is the personal page, and at DC Comedy Nights is the photography page for um like co- comedy photo documentary. Um, okay. I've kind of I think I'm gonna change. I might change the handle from M Dubsky because everybody I tell it to is like, wait, spell it. And I'm just like, maybe I should just make it Michael Wolcott Comedy. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it, I it threw me off. Should have made it my handle here on the on the thing, but. <laughs> It threw me off when you when it when you dropped into our chat. I was like, who, "Is this the same person?" Because I kept looking, I kept looking yeah. at it, going, who, "Who's M Dubsky?" I don't, I don't remember that being his name. I think it, it was me because it's my initials are M W, and then M Dubsky seemed like a fun variation on that. It's what happens when you try to give yourself a nickname. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. And that's basically what when you sign up for any social media, you're basically allowed to do. I, I thought it was self-explanatory. M Dubsky. Oh, good. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I didn't question I, it. I got it. Okay. Thank you. Somebody gets it. I don't know. Nobody else does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not man. that hard. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, man, so it's definitely good. a pleasure to have you on, man. Go hang out with us and go over some of these topics that Joey got in, got in the it. cooker. Let's do it. Joey, what's going on in this world, man? We're not, uh, we're not taking a traditional so- break. We're just going to keep rolling through. We're just going to keep rolling through because yeah. we don't have music. Got it. Um, so, uh, the first guy – that uh, went to trial for the January 6th riot in uh, the Capitol, um, went to trial and was found guilty on all accounts. And that guy's name was Guy. So uh, <laughs> there's that. Guy named was it Guy. The, the, was, it, was it the Viking? No. Guy Reffitt. No, that was a different person. You're thinking of... Uh, that, was Q, that was Q Enon. Wasn't he? Wasn't was a QAnon shaman. Wasn't his name QAnon? But I think, but, it, but he didn't. He, I think the difference being that he didn't go to trial. I think he settled, and I think a, most of the people up until this point have settled. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is the first guy that went to trial. This is the first guy that took his case yeah. to trial yeah. and was found guilty of all charges related to his role in the attack on the Capitol. Uh, he was a Texas man who attempted to storm the Capitol while armed with a gun and zip ties. Oh. He was ejected of five counts against him, including transport of a firearm in support of civil disorder, obstruction of official proceeding, and oh yeah, that's all they told me. Uh, so we, you know, we don't pre-read our articles. Um, <laughs> jurors, jurors began deliberating Tuesday morning after a week-long trial in which they heard testimony from Reffitt's teenage son, Jackson Reffitt, who tipped off the FBI about his father before the January 6th attack. Hilarious. Hilarious. So it's hard to sense when they find a weapon and zip ties on you. That lets me know you had intent to take a hostage. Like, what else are you going to do with zip ties? And your son ratted you out. Yeah, your son just snitched on you from, from the house. 
Also, that. I think it was more for cable management, like you know, behind sure. his desk. I mean, everybody's yeah, got zip ties. I've got some here somewhere. IT. He went in there for IT. Sure. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He needed to fix Nancy Pelosi's computer. Uh, that's what that's what he was working on. Nothing <laughs> on it. Yeah, prosecutors, prosecutors quoting the elder Reffitt's own words argued that the defendant had quote lit the match on the west side of the Capitol where some of the most brutal attacks on law enforcement took place. Well, video shows Reffitt with a blue jacket covering his waistband, leading the mob up the steps of the Capitol. Besides the platform where Joe Biden was inaugurated. Hmm. These, these, these white folks didn't know what they were they were getting themselves into when they did that bullshit. Okay. <laughs> this particular group. Look at that picture right now. It looks like he's wearing a GoPro. I think, like you know, I don't know. They thought they the were ones- going. They were going to skate wow. on this. I mean, they were documenting it. I mean, content is king. He probably like you know was like, I'm gonna be an influencer after this. <laughs> right. One of them. Yeah. They- <laughs> so the ones that go to trial, they just had to pay fines. Like, how did that work? I think, I mean, I think like, the shaman guy got like like three months or actually no, the shaman guy got I think like close to four years or something. It was like forty two months. Here's what I don't get: the this is clearly a generational gap because his wife was like saying some crazy shit about how this is only the beginning, the America will rise again or some shit, and like the sun clearly ratted them him out. So you can see that this is there's a direct generational cut because they all are from texas mm-hmm. so that makes sense but right it's like when the clan right. it's like when the clan member's son marries the black girl and everyone's like why did this fucking happen the way it did it's like because that kid saw how crazy his fucking parents were and he was like i don't want to be a part mm-hmm. of that shit uh, you, you can i'm gonna disavow you now while you're in jail mm-hmm. and that way i can start my life fresh because it's it, that was ridiculous you can't you could, they thought they would have no consequences, and that's and that's that's what it boiled down to. A bunch of people believe in there was necessarily indicative of like a whole generational shift, or is it just the shift from father to son? Let's say it's not, not not uncommon for like if a father is a heavy drinker for the son to be um, disinterested in alcohol and drugs because mm-hmm. they saw what had happened to the father, and then you know it, that process can like like um, rehash throughout like gen- following generations of that family. I don't know. I feel like a lot like um, I. I was impressed with how, how young some of those tiki torch waivers were. Um, yeah, when that shit went down in Charlottesville. So I don't. I, I'm I'm less confident that you know millennials are going to solve this problem. I mean, I, I thought baby boomers were going to be the solution because they were a bunch of hippy dippy fucks like that would would stop instigating like you know neocon capitalism um, down the road. But you know, eventually they all like you know wanted their money and wanted to keep it. And, like here we are. There we go. More wow. statement on capitalism and race relations. My bad. <laughs> love it. We love it. More of that. <laughs> we need more intelligence on this podcast. To- <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, low bar, I guess. Uh, no, that's not bad. Um, <laughs> I don't. I would say I'm that intelligent, but you know, in the land of the blind. <laughs> no man. What else going on, Jim? Uh, so there was another Batman movie that came out. Um, part of the press room. Haven't seen it. Ain't nobody seen it. I haven't either. But I, I've heard. <laughs> Ain't nobody seen I've it. Heard, it's weird because I've seen fair. a lot of people either say that they walked out of the theater, or they, uh, or they loved it. It's the best Batman ever. And then, like, very few people had said, like, it was just a, it was fine, except for Tink, King Tink, who we had on a few weeks ago, came out. I was like, it was a movie. 
<laughs> Everyone on my Twitter timeline thinks it's the best thing that ever happened to cinema. So I don't know. I'm the yeah. are very favorable. It it's is. been it's been a very mix. It's been it's been I think more heavy. Like people are very pro it. Um, it's the metamorphosis but, uh, of a of a vampire into a bat. Um, I, he will always be the the shiny vampire from the Twilight books to me. Uh, no matter what role he takes. Um, so he, so I believe. Oh, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. <laughs> I, I haven't even made that connection. The vampire movies is Batman this time. Yeah. He Robert wasn't the main Pattinson. character. Robert Pattinson. Okay. Oh wait, he's Robert Pattinson. Damn, damn Jesus! It is yeah, him. Robert Pattinson. But, and then, uh, Zoe Kravitz is in it, right? Yes, yeah, she is. So Zoe Kravitz plays Selena Kyle. She plays Catwoman. Nice. And um, which is interesting because during some of the press for it, she was she was telling about how she had tried to get an audition for a small role in The Dark Knight and was told they are not going urban with the part. Okay. How is Zoe Kravitz urban? I've, I've never thought of this. I never right. look and, at her and, and, go, like, and go, yeah, look at look at look at that sister. Nothing I, I just, urban. <laughs> And the Dark Knight wasn't, wasn't, even, wasn't even that long ago. Yeah. yeah. It, it's so weird. Hollywood's so weird, man. They 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 will find a way to pull pull the discrimination card at, a, at the drop of a hat and say some random stuff that don't make any goddamn sense. I don't look to So you're saying Zoe Kravitz is pulling the discrimination card, or are you saying she was discriminated against? She was discriminated she was against. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because <laughs> she's not pulling the card then. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. Um, eh. Which part would she have played? What was she going out for in The Dark Knight? It it didn't say. It said it was a smaller part, so it wasn't even something that would have. It probably would have been, you know, was a bit it, role. Did Selena Kyle yeah. have a little and friend? Then they recast her in the one role that had already been cast by a black woman in Halle Berry. Right. Didn't 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 Selena Kyle have a like a friend that was homeless or something in the Dark Knight, or was that Dark Knight Rises? Oh, you're thinking of Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah. When I think Gotham doesn't have a lot of black people, I think Halle Berry was like the only black person in Gotham. She wasn't like, in Gotham. Supposed to be New York, right? There should be. That, I don't, that was a standalone Catwoman movie that made no damn sense. Gotham the is like Gotham is the New York that Halle Friends Berry was not in. Catwoman in a Batman movie. No, she wasn't. Wait, wait, what? Halle Berry was not. Halle Berry was not Catwoman in a Batman movie. Oh shit! Oh, she had her own separate movie. That's yeah. right. I forgot. You're right. With, but I, with, think I think Sharon Stone is some villain who was a ripoff of. The Joker from the Batman movie because <laughs> she was making she's making evil uh, facial products or something. Yeah, it, it, so it, that was a weird <laughs> that was a weird unnecessary movie too. Um, but yeah, it, it's they live in the same universe as Friends. Um, minimize as many black people as, as you possibly can in a metropolis. That's right. In, in New York, there's no black people in something that's supposed to be a replica of New York. Yeah, Friends was. Actually in New York. That wasn't a reference. That was actually New York. And there were no black people in it. <laughs> That's a fair statement Seinfeld. I've ever heard. Actually New York. No black people. Like, what is that? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. That was the Upper West Side. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> were there black people in How I Met Your Mother, Joey? <laughs> I, don't I don't remember. I don't remember. They, whenever they make a white sitcom about New York, they just exclude black people from the whole damn city. I guess well, they, they, have, they always, there's, always a, there's always a black therapist. There's always a black therapist. Yeah. Yeah. No, they had the, the therapist on, on How I Met Your Mother was uh, 
was Ka- uh, Cal Penn. Yeah, Cal Penn. So Brown oh, which Therapist. Which one? How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. I love that show, by the way. Have you seen How I Met Your Father? <laughs> yeah, How I Met Your Mother is hilarious. No, How no, I Met Your Father. How I Met Your Father on Hulu. No. No? Yeah, it's no, a show. it's horrible. I've heard it's, it's as bad as the original was good. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like when uh, they that they tried to remake that '70s show and that that '80s show and like yeah. nobody ever really saw it. it just happened. No one watched that. No yeah, one but what's his face from That's Always Sunny was on it. It's, Wait, what? It's, which was the guy? The what's it? The good-looking guy from It's Always Sunny. I forget his name. The guy that drove the range. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He was. He, that's where he got to start. Oh. He, yeah, that's where he's got to start. That '80s show. Okay. Interesting. I'm terrible at Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. I'm always like, you know, that guy that was in that show with that other person. Like, I, now we're talking about movies and stuff. I'm like, I like, like Dark Knight. I remember, like, I'm trying to remember characters and stuff. I'm like, a li- I'm a little out of my depth here. So, but I know what you're about. You said the handsome one from Always Sunny. I know exactly yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know but I know that character. He's on a stage yeah. with a bunch of trolls. Who, who else would be the handsome one? <laughs> no, but I mean, what's the Mac? Okay, Mac was the guy, the creator of the show. And while he was not handsome in earlier iterations, he definitely got into shape in later iterations and was good looking then when he played the in shape gay guy, I guess. But yeah, the, yeah, you got it from the description. Yeah. I, know. Yeah, I know. Which actually, I think is, that show's coming back, right? I think they're doing another season. It's always it sunny. Never I went believe away. so. Always yeah. Philadelphia has like 34 seasons. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, but I think they've taken a, a relatively long... I mean, many shows took a two-year hiatus over the last two years for obvious reasons, but I think it is right. uh, coming back this season. I now. think it is. I think I just saw a, a commercial for it the other day. Yeah. Um, it's one of few sitcoms I actually... I mean, I hesitate to call it a sitcom, but it's one of few shows I actually watch. I don't know. I, I, everybody's, like, hung up on series, and I kind of overdosed on them over quarantine i think i was just like i don't need to catch up on the latest iteration of whatever hulu netflix or whatever is putting out it's just like every time somebody tells me like there's this really amazing show i'm just like oh this sounds like a 13 hour homework assignment (laughs) (laughs) and if i don't watch it i get 13 hours of my life back um i don't know and i used to, i don't know, i used to i work i majored in film i used to love television it's just like now i use every excuse in the world not to mm-hmm. um i don't know i watch a lot of documentaries and news which probably like you know because i i think i'm like learning from it i'm probably not it's just like reinforcing my worldview so i'm no better or worse than anybody but i and then but then i feel like out of the conversation because like my son watches all these marvel movies and shit and everybody's talked about the marvel universe i'm like i haven't watched a marvel movie in eight years no hey wow did you watch Kanye documentary did i watch the con no actually that i will watch that's on the that's on the to watch list okay. um so i mean it's not watch. Theory, so they should yeah. be on. um yeah that that's definitely that would de- definitely on the unless is that on wait is that a netflix joint? yeah it's on mm-hmm. netflix yeah it's HBO. HBO. all right what have i i don't know i watch like john oliver and shit. like that, that yeah. doesn't help me just like shit that makes me like terrified about the world i live in and reinforcing what i think already like i should be watching fox news just to like see what the other world thinks. i should mm-hmm. be watching rt just to see like i don't know i don't know i'm trying to what i should be watching is how i met your mother let's look <laughs> I, literally, I literally bought an old show that had one season off of amazon prime so you're doing better than me what just you, so i can watch the one season of that show what show Wait. The good guys. How many seasons does it have? One. Oh, okay. You just bought all them. my favorite shows get one one season and they get canceled. 
Yeah. Like Studio 60 and and that one. I've I've had to purchase them. They're only like one so season of each. You like shows that suck. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. They're good shows. They just for some reason No one else thought so. No they, one else likes them. They don't have mass appeal. They have Joey appeal. Joey sits I, there and he I loves like them. to like I want like to laugh and watch shit blow up. I don't know why that's not a winning formula for anybody else. I mean, it gets an 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. It's the first link I clicked. I probably should have gotten Rotten Tomatoes. But that's not bad for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, or excuse me, for, for IMDb. 8.1 out of 10. That's solid. So, yeah. so, I mean, clearly, you know, I don't know. Uh, I might check it out. I mean, if there's only one season, then it's out. Right. You know what I mean? Because then I want yeah. to. Not a whole investment. It's not, a, it's not, yeah, it's not 68 episodes of a. Yeah, five seasons. That's what threw me up on Narcos. Like when I first watched Narcos, I was like, I thought it was a miniseries, and I thought uh, the last episode was going to be the end of it, and then it was a like cliffhanger dot 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 to be continued. I was like, wait, no, there's more of this. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I think y'all thought it was going to be just that one thing, and then they were like, nope, got to keep making money. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it was already difficult enough watching a show with subtitles because I don't speak Spanish and yeah. I don't because I'm like I want to be on my phone and my laptop while I'm watching this show and that's difficult when they're speaking Spanish and their subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh man, what else going on, Jim? Uh so the Maryland Senate is considering how to make legal cannabis profitable. For them or us? Um <laughs> uh, well the, <laughs> is it recently the, the House of Delegates passed proposals to legalize recreational cannabis. And now the Senate has taken up the issue with a different focus. They're basically saying while the bills are in the Senate are aimed at making it legal, they want to make it profitable. So when they say the, profitable, do they mean like profitable for the state? Yeah, I. that's like a- <laughs> yeah. systems in place so that. Yeah, can, exactly. Right? I thought so, the point of legalizing it in the first place so that they could tax it. Right, like, they would allow the state yeah. to collect tax from recreational cannabis processors and dispensaries. Why so you decriminalize it, like you make it illegal, is different from like putting a tax system on. Like we all buy carrots, it doesn't mean like there's taxes on them. Uh, so I think that's exactly you know. what it is. Anything that you buy legally in America, it's, it's taxed. Well, yeah, but okay, so you're right. So anything that you buy in a store probably has sales tax. Now, now yeah. those sales taxes can differentiate. You'll notice sometimes you'll buy things and there's there's not sales tax on certain food items, and there's exponentially higher taxes on alcohol, cigarettes. That's why cigarettes right. used to cost two dollars, and now they cost eighteen. Um, and I think they're they're attempting to do the same thing with marijuana. Mm. Uh, so marijuana is going to cost two dollars. No, no, marijuana is pro- no. It means that like probably right now, like if you look look at the DC model, like if you for for a while, like when they first legalized, like there weren't necessarily dispensaries and the like because there wasn't a tech system in place, so you had all these like pop ups and shit. And actually, weed at those things was probably cheaper than buying it on the streets. And now, if you buy it at one of the brick and mortars, like you end up paying, I would argue, more than you would to buy it off the street because there's like a tax system in place. And yeah, I don't know how detailed it is, but um, it's there. Still buy yeah. your weed from the guy that looks sketchy around the corner. It's always it's always the best play for most people. Just just buy it from him. Is that where you buy yours? Yeah, of course. I meet him. I meet him in the alley, and he gives me my dime bag, and I go on about my business. It's not. It's, it's easier that way. I don't like paying taxes. Candace, does your journey just, involve uh, removing uh, weed as well? Uh, I never smoke. Well, I haven't smoked weed. I used to smoke weed when I was super younger, but that's years and years ago. So yeah, yeah that weed was, was never an issue for me. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do what my mind tells me to do whenever Marcus. Candace says super well, younger. Because when Candace was super younger, it was the summer of love. Um, that was back in. <laughs> That's back when everybody was smoking weed and having sex in the corners. Um, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm older than her. <laughs> Candace won't tell us how old she is, so I gotta guess and I guess old. Um I keep I keep trying to I keep trying to get it. Oh uh, man, but what else going on, Joe? Uh so Ukraine is now saying that Russia's thwarting wider civilian evacuations. Um they have Tried to open the Sumi corridor. Okay. And thousands are fleeing. So, mm. are they letting black people leave yet? Since, since <laughs> the beginning of the year on February 24th, 2 million refugees have fled the Ukraine, about half of them children, according to the UN. They will not let black people you, leave Ukraine. I'm, I'm still trying to figure that shit out. Those are, are I'm in the Ukraine? Yeah, hmm? Africa. Oh, Africans. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and now it makes sense on huh, Candace. <laughs> right. Candace like, black people in Ukraine? That's weird. Africans. Oh, them. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. No, nah, what's his face? There was a there's a basketball player from Prince George's County who played at GW. Yeah, I heard about playing that. Playing in the Ukraine and had trouble getting out under similar circumstances. Did a year oh, wow. Yeah. Winston from New Girl got uh, got caught up. Yeah, I mean, I, that said, I'd be hesitant. Like, I think there are a lot of videos showing up of, you know, black people being denied access to trains. And part of me is wants feels like we should all be hesitant to take that video at face value just because Russia is putting out a lot of propaganda videos showing right. armaments that were proven to be pulled like videos that were pulled from like i think a, like a finished training video from 10 years previous and i think that there's a lot of misinformation going in this sphere right now so we should all kind of like take that with a grain of salt yep i agree uh, from the I, washington he, post i have that. i have the same stance i've always had on this situation um it ain't got shit to do with me um I, I, will continue, <laughs> I will continue to say that out loud until somebody really listens First they came for the Jews, and I said nothing because I was not doing. First of all, it always has something to do with you. So Russia waged waged war on Ukraine, and now gas is twelve dollars a gallon. You know what I'm saying? That's Joe Biden's fault. That's Joe Biden's fault. No, 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 no. That's Joe Biden's fault. Happens in more time. In more time, the price of gas goes up. The the price of gas goes up every year. The same time. No, it doesn't. The price of gas has gone down dramatically. And everybody's talking about these recent spikes. Do you remember in 2005 when gas was like four bucks under Bush? Like the shit goes up and down and like it, it rides the wave of, of like perception given international turbulence. And that international turbulence is very much like because so much of oil comes from like Saudi Arabia, Iraq and that region and Iran, like it's very much dictated by the like what's going on with the um, Iran nuclear deals and stuff like that. So I think I, it's it, it's it's not as simple as just an upward trajectory of that mm-hmm. price line. I believe. For some I don't know. Reason. Biden. I think like Biden. Biden. Here's the thing. Biden just said like we're not gonna buy any Russian oil. Like <laughs> one person not buy. Like so one country isn't gonna buy it. But China is boys with Russia. China will turn around and buy that fucking oil. And it's an international market, so it does not matter if one person doesn't buy it. It has to be like a united front. And so like it, the price of oil is is like kind of dictated on those terms. 
And I believe so. See, Michael, like I, I'm glad. I'm glad we yeah. have Michael break these things down for us because I don't know this information too tough. But again, but if it's all perception, right? Like I don't know that we necessarily like America has enough oil for its own purposes. Like we we can generate, we can be fairly oil independent. So the only reason the price goes up is because someone wants to make money. It's because because the oil companies say there's an there's a skirmish going out there. The price of oil will begin to go up because people will buy 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 more oil futures. Those the price of those futures will go up because people are speculating on the future price of oil. Right. So really, it has nothing to do with a dearth of oil within the marketplace right now. It's just about what what people are concerned about might happen. So they're making bets on a potential shortage in the future market. We well, I'll smart, tell you how I'm directly. <laughs> <laughs> how much you paid for gas up in New Jersey? This is this is how I am di- directly affected by this. We were going to go on a cruise to Europe for our honeymoon this year, and one of the places that the cruise stopped was Saint Petersburg, Russia, and Ooh. now we can't fucking do it because they started a goddamn war and then ruined my honeymoon. So to, wait, did the cruise get canceled? Or did the cruise just get rerouted elsewhere? I'm just, I don't know. I'm not going because one of the stops was St. Petersburg, Russia. Okay, okay. That's that's not realistic. Let's say that out loud. That's a, the, the cruise can be go somewhere else. on water? Huh? <laughs> Is St. Petersburg on the ocean? No. It was one of the stops on the shore, I can tell you. I don't know. I mean, maybe it goes inland through a river. I don't know. That could be. Uh, um. Actually, I would. I don't know. I feel like I would like to see St. Petersburg as well, but I think we're. What I'm, kind of what kind of half budget dot EU? Cruise? What are you? Is this a steamboat? What's happening? What no, dot I'm EU cruise line is this? Russia and um and I can't. I forget the stops now. St. Petersburg, Switzerland, some shit like that. But Russia was one of the stops. Maybe two of the stops were Russian. Were in Russia, and so well, now we can go to the Mediterranean. It's better. Okay. Hold up. Where is St. Petersburg? Let me see. Mike's oh, it's on the Baltic Sea. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of the Baltic cruises. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could go. So it was probably like a Norwegian cruise line type thing that took you across all of like Norway, Sweden, Finland, and then you there you go. Yep. Yeah. The, yep. 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 So I don't want to be in a boat where it's cold. Yeah. I don't that know. Sounds, I think that sounds like Titanic waters. Well, you go in the summer, dude. Like, like summer, Russia, su- summer in Russia should it's supposed to be dope. It's like summer in Canada. Like, it's supposed to be sick. Like, yeah, they ha- they have a warm season too. Jim. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe that. Everything I've seen says it's cold all the time. I don't, I don't believe that. And, that's, and the, supposedly that's why Russia isn't as concerned about climate change because they're like, yeah, we want this like northern part of our country to like continue to warm so that we have more than like you know five hospitable months of the year. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, well, I'm sorry you don't get to go on your cruise. Are you planning another one? Are you looking elsewhere? Yeah, we're, we're just going to do another part, but I don't know. Seems if, like you're if, really into cruises. No, I'm actually, I'm not. Like, I just, I actually fucking really don't like this cruises. This is a new thing, Mike. This was a way to see several European cities in one, like, you know, two-week thing. So yeah. if you go on a cruise, you can see several. It goes to a, a docks in a, a separate city, like, each day. So... Yeah. Did that when we would see the cities that you talked about and there's another one where you can see like um rome and london and paris and yeah. something you know all in one cruise so yeah. that was just one of the reasons why because you just get more europe for your buck because i wouldn't do all those cities separately it would be so expensive uh yeah yeah it would be um and also i think if you're on a honeymoon you don't really want to be you know planning an itinerary and travel all of that <laughs> like that can be brutal and like you just like 
coming off and planning a wedding. I'm sure you want less of that logistical nightmare. Exactly. You just want to have a lot of sex at night and then wake up in the morning in Paris. And then have so a lot of sex at night and then wake up in the morning in Rome. And then have a lot of sex at night and wake up in the morning in fucking Barcelona. Like, that's what I want to do. No. <laughs> well, first of all, don't get your hip operated on. Yes. Um, yeah. As we discussed earlier. Take an Alaska cruise. Those like the, the go see some nature. Like up there is supposed to be sick. See yeah, glaciers natural park. Already. Uh Anchorage only. Just the one city, but I've been already. And Anchorage is gorgeous. So beautiful. Uh, remember, I take it you went in the summer. I, I went in um April. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Remember one thing, I tell people this all the time. Black people in boats have not had a great history together. Um we we tend to have the a very troubled uh, past. Um, I, I don't get on them too often. Um, I barely get on planes because you never know where they're going to go. I could end up in chains. I choose which boats I get on and they're little speeders in the, in the, uh, in the Chesapeake Bay. And that way I can swim the hell back home if necessary. Remember this that. Carnival cruise lines. I'm sure I'll be okay. Carnival. Cause That's you're going to end up in the circus. It's from the fucking <laughs> Chesapeake water. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I have a third ear on my forehead. All right, Joe, you anything else going on in the world, man? Uh, and finally, uh, the Maryland Girl Scouts are celebrating a milestone on International Women's Day. Uh, the Girl Scouts may be best known for their cookies and camping. The leaders of the Maryland organization said it is more than that. It is about empowering girls and young women. It has been their life's work, so it means so much to me, Quote quite, uh, quite frankly, said... Violet Apple, CEO of Girl Scout. Her Girl name is Violet Apple? Really? Sounds like a stripper name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Girl Scouts gets young ladies ready to sell at the bake what, what, sale for their kids' schools. Apple uh, that's that's what I, that's how I look at Girl Scouts. What was that, Candace? I'm sorry. They're, they're uh, turning 110 years old. Wow. In Girl Scouts of Central Maryland. Wow. That's the Girl old. Scouts of Central Maryland or the Girl Scouts overall? I think the Girl Scouts of Central Maryland specifically. Specifically. Okay, okay, okay. That I don't know what Central Maryland is. Where the hell is Central Maryland? The Girl Scouts being 110 years old? Yeah, it kind of like, it's kinda like so, so they're legal. Okay. <laughs> Why did that make it onto our list today? Like, what is, what is interesting about that at all? That was a, that was, that was a Joey throw-in. Um, I thought he was going to talk about the cookies. I was just waiting. Yeah. He's like, I thought he was going to say they changed a the Thin Mint recipe. Hey, and I was like, oh, listen. okay, what are they talking about? Samoa's the Thin Mints. <laughs> I've been trying to start a comedy show and get a hip operated on this week. <laughs> little thin. little thin yeah. on these uh, topics this week. It's okay. Though. It was a slow news week. It's not healthy. You want to talk about football? Uh, Russell Wilson got traded. Oh, yeah. Wait, uh, what? Yeah. Russell Wilson got traded to the Denver Broncos today. Sierra's headed to Denver for two first round picks, two second round picks, and Drew Locke. Huh. Okay. That's Sierra's husband, right? Yeah. Just making sure. Yes, that is Sierra's going to have to go uh, go go on some ski trips. Yeah, her she's taking Future's sons to uh, to another state. I think Future going to be upset about this. Um, there, there's going to be another song written about Russell Wilson in a minute. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Denver's kind of lit, though. There's worse places you can get traded to. Yeah, that's better than Indianapolis. Come on. They've been, they've been <laughs> saying Denver's back away. Uh, the the pundits have, so it makes sense for them. They were going to need to draft a quarterback, and by the time they develop one, then the, they'd have to pay everybody that they have on the team right now. And 
that they wouldn't have a, enough. You know, they have maybe one year where they could contend. Now they're going to have three, but okay. they're going to a division where you already have Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Mm. I still like the most. Yeah, I mean it's possible. I mean, it, it, he's still he's the still AFC. at the, he's still at a good age where he can actually do some damage out there on the field. Yeah. I only talk about NBA. I don't know much about. Me yeah. too. I don't know. Like I, I really don't. Um, this was the only trade I've heard about for NFL that like piqued my ears at all. But like NBA is kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. Although the Wizards kind of fell apart, so I've kind of like my league pass has not been as flex as it has. Been yeah. I, 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 the Knicks. I'm a Knicks fan. That's why I, I gave up on the NBA. Like I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> that is the only thing that gets watched in this house for literally hours. Basketball. No. Just basketball. Well, I mean, who's your squad? Um, well, you know, I'm, I just like the superstars. So I like the Golden State Warriors, and that's you know, I mean, I don't know enough to know all that stuff, but he watches it all day long. You don't like okay. the Lakers? <laughs> Lakers are such trash. No, I, I mean, uh, I mean, as far as she says, she says I, I like I, I like superstars, and it's like, wait a minute, you like the biggest superstar in the NBA? <laughs> I mean, I can name like the main people now. So oh, okay. there's um, what's his name Abadikembo. I know him. <laughs> And his name is uh, Giannis, right? And yeah. then, um, but then Steph Curry, I know LeBron, like the, the people who are like the superstars. Yeah. I know LeBron. I don't know. LeBron plays for the Lakers, the aforementioned. Yes. Um, and they have they have Westbrook, which we which is like via a Washington Wizards trade, which like was such an amazing. I don't know. I was so happy for the Wizards this year because just via like it's felt like for the first time in like decades the front office had done a few things right to like maneuver some trades so that we actually got some good some good players out out of that Westbrook trade. And I was saying at the beginning of the season like we needed to like Bradley Beal was just not looking strong. We should probably trade him. And we like I wanted him straight up like just like Bradley Beal and, and Bertans for uh for Maxi and Ben Simmons. I wanted that trade to happen. We could have done it if we hadn't like, you know, drove him till I think his hand got fucked up. I don't know. Like mm. Beal's hand got fucked up and now he's out for the season. It's like I don't know. We're back in rebuilding phase. Well, I'm glad they got rid of AD because that man has made a glass. Like he's <laughs> made he's always broken, like all the time. I've yeah, heard the argument made. He just needs to wear high tops. <laughs> he needs to stop balling in low top shoes. His shoes are literally low tops. Like, come on, stop. you keep hurting your ankles. Stop doing that. <laughs> Always injured. Always. Oh. oh man, but hey, man, it's been a good week, Joey Lafaro. Has it, sir? Yes, how, it has. You feel, how you feeling over there? How's your hip feeling? <laughs> Is anyone there to it's rub sore. it? I, I need. I need to move. All right, get up. I get mean, up and stretch a little bit. Did they offer you any medications? <laughs> they do, I, but I don't. I mean, it's it's a dull ache. I'm fine. Like I don't need it, and I don't like. The only thing they offer me was the oxy, and the oxy makes you constipated, and I don't want yeah, that. In my life. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm saying just fill it, and I'm not saying give it to me. But oh, I have it. it. I'm not saying I'm coming Do over to get some. Oh, I'm, I'm saying oh, I'm selling it. That's not in question. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. You're like I'm way ahead of you, dude. There's somebody coming over right now. I was on the dark web flipping this shit five hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that live on the podcast. Just keep that information to yourself. For entertainment purposes only. Yes. Mm -hmm. No one sells drugs on the Die Comedy Podcast. Oh, my God. (laughs) We do it in the group chat. What are you talking about? Making him an offer right now for 10. If somebody kicks in your door tonight, it's because you said live on the podcast that you're going to sell prescriptions. They're not going to find my house. I live in 
a barn in the woods. Come on. No, but he's doing it for art purposes. It's like, you know, paying someone for sex is illegal until you put a camera there. Then it's pornography. And yeah. That's art. There you go. There you go. Boom. That's the way to win. It's safer than whatever's going on in our co- YouTube comments lately. Yeah, it's. I don't know what this Russian dude is that keeps keeps commenting. Uh, <laughs> we keep getting a Russian. I think we're, we're. I think Russians are passing code words through our through our comments on YouTube now. Voom today, huh? That means to go blow some shit up. That's what Voom today means, Joey Lafar. I don't know, I don't, I don't know uh, what this is. Yeah, this, 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 are you going to show it this week? Oh, I'm I trying. Showed, I did it. Is that yeah i don't know this is the type of shit that shows up on our during our episodes on youtube this happened last week too apollinarius doesn't he play for the bucks no, just <laughs> so this is decrasova wow here's the thing this all started after my girlfriend got me a like she found an artist on etsy that does like the show archer they'll make you an archer character that was so dope oh, that was the coolest valentine's day gift ever that's amazing. Yeah. So, as Archer, it was super dope. Right. So, the same day, but I didn't know that the per- usually she gets this, stuff, this kind of stuff from Turkey. This time she got it from someone in the Ukraine. I didn't know. And then, like during our last week episode, we started getting these Russian comments. And then I found out after the episode, oh, never mind, she's in the Ukraine. And I was like, oh, so now the Russians are coming looking for me because they think that I'm a spy. And like, <laughs> it's convoluted. Or the Ukrainians reaching out and be like, "Please take us in as refugees." <laughs> I, don't I, know. Really I, mean, I, I can't discern from Russian and Ukrainian, uh, but I've heard both. I've heard a Ukrainian person speak speak Ukrainian. I'm like, that sounds like Russian. So yeah, it all so sounds good. very. It all sounds like a jumbled <laughs> mess to me too. American dollars into the Ukraine, and Russia doesn't like that, so they're coming for you. You shouldn't be doing business. Yeah, with yeah. No. Oh man, we're gonna get out of here though, folks. Russia. Uh, we're about to get out of here, man. It's been a fun week. I've had a blast. Have you all had a blast this week? Yeah, it's been super fun. We can just yeah, week's just getting started. Come uh, come to uh, what's it called? Cloak and Dagger tomorrow. Cloak and Dagger. That's right. Joey Lafaro is gonna live all the way there. On in DC, yeah, I brought put it together. There's it's like a book, not dissimilar from what Joey's putting together with at um McGinty's. It's a book show from eight to ten, and then uh, open mic thereafter. I'll be doing the sh- I'll be uh, doing a spot on the front end of the show, and then I'm hosting the mic thereafter. So, oh, dope, What's that? Is it a weekly thing? Yeah, every Wednesday. Um, and Wednesdays are getting like I don't know, kind of becoming the day in DC. Yeah, it's like there's it's just shows everywhere on Wednesdays now. Um, but come to ours. That's why we're moving ours to Thursday because it was yeah. day was too too crazy. Honestly, Thursday's a better day from a go out perspective too. Just people are more inclined to go out on Thursday, Thursday than mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday. Um, so yeah, good on you. I mean, especially I mean, it can be difficult to find bars that are you know as interested in having a show. But if you, you got McGinty's on board, that's sick. Yeah. What I remember about the DC comedy scene is every night's a good night. Like that was a great city for comedy. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, th- every night of the week there were not only shows but several shows. Now yeah. I don't know how COVID has you abandoned it. <laughs> COVID, I mean, COVID tour every. I did the same thing in most places, and it tore it apart here. And I'd say that Mondays and Tuesdays are still relatively light in DC, but Virginia Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is pretty heavy. So between um, Arlington and Alexandria, there's plenty of shows down there that'll, like, you know, the, the D.C. area. 
yeah. I mean, are you still are you are you still active in New Jersey? Um, I am. Yep, absolutely. Right. Cool. I got some shows um next week in Jersey, but yeah, it's just it's a great scene. It's a great right. scene. But so are you still, but I mean, is most of your shows in New Jersey, or are you doing mostly New York? It's a mixture. Yeah. It's a mixture. Um, I I tend to prefer to do the Jersey shows just so I don't have to drive into New York, but I'm booked a lot in New York too. That's awesome. Um, work. I'll make it up there and we'll do a show together. Oh, look at that. Making a, making a, making a dad comedy show connection. Oh, man. What comics do with networking? We got to. <laughs> oh, man. But where can I find you again, Mike? Uh, at MDubski, at DC Comedy Nights, both on Instagram. I don't do Twitter. I probably should, but here we are. Oh, and I have a Facebook, but I'm not going to OK Boomer myself right now. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Candace, we're going to find you. At just underscore Candace. That's with a K-A-N-D-Y-C-E. And I am on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Tumblr and just wherever. Like, just type in. Tumblr. Nice. You'll find me all over the interwebs. And also OnlyFans. Uh, Joey LaFaro, where can they find you? Uh, OnlyFans and <laughs> no, uh, Alifaro Comedy on Instagram and now comedy at comedy shows near me uh, at, com- at comedy near me on Twitter uh, and McGinty's every Thursday starting in April. Awesome, man. Awesome. I'll be at those shows occasionally. I- I'm still doing my um, half hour, 45 minutes set at the Haha Emporium in uh, in Shreveport, um, San Francisco. Um, we, we try our oh, best built an emporium on top of the hole. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's in the hole and built an emporium. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Is this an expansion on the ha ha hole or did they close or what happened to the ha ha Okay. Hole? The ha ha hole got filled in. I can't go into detail why I came over one, that one Thursday between, like I said, four and four forty five when I had my set and the stage was in okay. the front. And the hole was filled, so I they, so I was like, "What's going on?" They were like, "Well, it's an emporium now." So I'm like, "All right, cool. Oh. I guess that's what we're doing." The Ha Ha Emporium then, in Shreveport, San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. It sounds like Splash Lounge all over again. It sounds, it, I see where I got it from. But I am DJ Marcus, Joey Lafaro, Candace Suggs, Mike Wilcock. We are Dot Comedy, and we will see you next time. More fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Joey, you were late. You were late again. I, I was late, but you were later. Oh, right. I'm tired. I, I can't. The Comedy Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Candice, you're fabulous. Before, get well. DJ Marcus, okay. love the crib. Bye, guys. All right, bye, man. All right, I'm going to answer these questions, I guess. Not now. All right, so this this is...